Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming I, of course, am Will, and who's this right next to me, but Matt Serafini. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, Will. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. A little tired. Just sure. been a long day. It's only Monday. Yeah. And I already feel like I've gone through like five days. It's been a long month. Yeah. I think. We're a little late yeah. this month. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, it- Sounds like there's someone at the door. Yeah, so I didn't even know we had check. a door. We're not even in the same either. room. I know. We're on opposite sides of the country. <laughs> but Well, all right. All right. Let's go see who it is. Oh, my God. It's Secretariat from the Late Late Show. Yay! This is so exciting. All right. And oh, who's this behind them? Hey, it's John and Maverick. My, the host and my fellow co-host of Cinemaholics. What are you guys doing here? Oh, Lord Farquaad kicked us out of our homes, and uh, he huffed and he puffed, and he signed an eviction notice, and now we're here. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Nailed it. That was from memory. I don't even know where great. I am right now. I almost did the German <laughs> accent, but... Mm. It's okay. I like that um, before we recorded, uh, Maverick said he was going to only do... <laughs> Shrek quotes, and John's the only one that did a Shrek quote when it came in. Yeah, John's the only one stepping up is what you want to say. <laughs> More like John stole my thunder right off the bat. It's okay. <laughs> hey, well, hey, while you guys are here, what if we do like a Cinemaholics episode of It Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre, where we talk about Shrek? Sure, only that sounds like something we planned beforehand, and it sounds like we're going to try to do that now. You say beforehand? But you, you, have, to, you have to say copyright Cinemaholics 2017 after every line. Yeah, that's right. Our lawyers already looked at Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome once again to this. <laughs> you guys are hosting. Host us yeah. up, man. Yeah. Tell us All what right. to do. Yeah, well, yeah, that's we'll how Cinemaholics starts. So, yeah. Well, do you, do your best, John, impression of the intro to Cinemaholics. Oh, this is gonna be great. Like doing his voice, or like doing like how I would normally every no no John stuff. No, do it or like do it, music, his his the music. Yeah, his inflection, not necessarily his voice. Matt, you can be the announcer. Welcome to. Should I say we got this covered, Cinemaholics, or should I just say it? Well, you just did. Good job. Okay, Welcome to the podcast. Where Where we have two Cinemaholics, but there's actually three. But it's okay. Oh, yeah. Hashtag bitter still. Hey, we don't have to talk about this after the podcast? It's okay, really? it's okay. <laughs> All right, I better start with my John impression while things yeah, are heated. It. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Welcome once again to Cinemaholics, the official movie podcast of We Got This Covered. And we got a great one for you today. Joining us in the far recesses of Pennsylvania woods or whatever, it's Will. Hey, Will, it's me. And joining us from... <laughs> California. Did you, did you just introduce yourself in third person? I was too and into then, character. Okay. <laughs> also, what is that? It's pretty close. That's actually. not what I sound like. That's pretty close. 
Well, I was doing like the like the impression of you do of yourself. So You're it was a like a monster. layered performance. That's pretty accurate. I that like was... it. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do. There you go. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to do a movie review of Shrek in the Cinemaholic style. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's um, get started. But wait, All right. Will, that, does that mean we're going to do mini reviews too? Yeah, we're going to do mini reviews. We're going to do mini reviews of the Shrek 4D adventure that Matt saw in Universal Studios LA or Hollywood or whatever it's called. Uh, and then we're going to do the gong show. I'm going to talk about that. And we're just going to end it with a good old mini review of the Shrek in the Swamp karaoke dance party. So it's a jam-packed episode. Make sure to listen and subscribe. Do an uh, iTunes review. And buy my book, Killer Joy. Now available <laughs> on Amazon. And <laughs> Will, you are a savage. That's it. I'm out. Oh, yeah, well, don't drive Bye. our guests away. <laughs> no, that's the best thing that's ever happened. That's the best thing you've ever said. Well, hey, this thing I've been working on for years, you know, like, let's just make fun of it. Yeah, that's what we do. I'm not making fun of it. I'm telling them to buy the book. I'm also right here. I have it. I'm making fun of it. Oh, Will. How many pages have you read? Like two? Is that what this is about now? Kind of. Kind of. I don't know. I'm actually reading that next. I'm reading it right now. Oh, Stephen it's going to take it you that... months. Yeah, you... It's so yeah long. there's no way you're going to finish that by the movie. How's it, how's it going? Uh, I'm like about 105 pages, so yeah. pretty well. I actually well. have faith in you, Will. You repeat fast, from what I can tell. I believe it. Thank you. you. But anyway, let's talk about Shrek. Yes. Uh, yeah, so who wants to start? Why don't you decide, since you're the host? Okay. Yeah, you're the host, <laughs> Will. There's a, yeah, oh, it ain't man. so easy, is it? This is the most <laughs> shambolic episode we've had yet. All right. I'll start. So, As you I'm going to be do. honest with you guys. This viewing just was not the same for me. Like I just did not have as much passion about the movie as I had before. I, I don't agree. Know if it's because I don't know if it's because we watched Kirsch. Talk about it with us. No, it's just because like I think it was because we watched Kirsch last time, which is the backwards version of Shrek, and that was so rewarding and so unique to us that like just yeah. going back to regular Shrek just felt like. Do you mean Kirsch? Not Kirsch. Kirsch. Wow. What? We're, that's how they, they pronounced it, Kirsch, in the movie, because that's what the word actually they're, sounds they're like wrong. backwards. Okay. <laughs> Shrek backwards is curse. Well, right, but but when you actually reverse the audio of someone saying Shrek, it sounds more like Kirsch. Mm, sounds satanic to me. Okay. All right. It was well, a little you... satanic at times. <laughs> so then, But anyway. But then this time you just watch Shrek normally? Who does that? Yeah, we yeah, watched we, Shrek we like a normal, normal version. And are you ever going to do a family night one where you watch Shrek with like your family? That'd or be you already done that. Uh, well, that'd be hard for Matt because he's not with his family. But right. Jeez, Will, easy. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I live across the country from them. But he's right. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I could watch now. it. I could watch it with my roommates, I suppose. They're your family, uh, but they probably won't want to. But we'll see. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, it was definitely, I agree that it was hard going back to watching normal Shrek. Like, I actually kind of do- was dozing off at the end of it because I just, I was having trouble. So what you're saying is uh, watching Shrek eight times in eight months is tough? I would, I would. Eight and a half. I saw it half times at one time when I was watching with you, right? Oh, Matt? right, yeah, because you, you know, for, for me it was eight, though, and I would say yes, it's difficult. Including Shrek the Musical and a Smash Mouth concert I went to this month. Oh, yeah, you went to the Smash Mouth concert. Should I talk about that? 
You can do that in mini reviews if you want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk about mini reviews. You can do it toward uh, the end when we forget about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can. You should. We should plug your your actual written review of it because it's very good. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. No problem. Uh, um, so, John and Maverick, what are your thoughts on Trick? What's your history with it? How do you feel about it in general? And just kind of talk about Trick. Well, Maverick's giving me this look that says you're going first, obviously. <laughs> um, doesn't hold up. It just doesn't. Oh, you don't think? No, it doesn't. It because the things that I like about it. It's one of those movies where the best time I watched it was the first time I watched it. And I, sure. I, I will say to the grave that I think Shrek 2 is the better film. And because I've seen Shrek 2, every time I watch Shrek, I'm just kind of like, yeah, this could be better. So that's kind of where I was at. I got bored a couple times. It wasn't as lean as I remembered. Like, okay. Let me, actually, let me start with the things that I do like. The things that okay. I, I, I was like kind of surprised by. It was surprised by how fresh the movie still felt, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, the reason I loved it in the first place was because of how it just roasted Disney. It was, just mm-hmm. it was a very cathartic experience for all of us who watched it growing up because we were so used to, like, Happily Ever After fairy tale stuff and the movie Lampoons, all of that. And so all that stuff's totally great. The, the fairy tale creatures are hilarious. The donkey is hilarious. And... It's one of the most quotable movies of all time. So all that stuff is good. My, my thing with it is just that story-wise, it, a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I had a lot of issues. Like, first of all, why is Lord Farquaad, the villain, John Lithgow, who I had forgotten was in this. I forgot mm-hmm. that that was the, the actor because I haven't seen – Great performance. I haven't seen this movie in like probably <laughs> 10 years. But yeah. why, why was he – why was he? What was he after with the fairy tale creatures? He he makes them all move to the swamp, and then and then he gets the mirror, and he's also torturing the gingerbread man. He's like, "Where are the rest of them?" But we never find out why. Like, there's no That's resolution to that arc. And was he just prejudiced against fairy tale? It didn't make any sense. And I was yeah, maybe. Just, I was gonna say he's probably just prejudiced towards them. <laughs> maybe, and maybe he feels like threatened by them or something. There's a. They actually kind of explain it in the musical, right? Because um, he's uh, the son it? of Grumpy. Yeah, oh, Grumpy. sorry, I watched the movie, not the musical. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I don't know if this is canon or what, but Lord Farquaad in the musical is the son of Grumpy, the dwarf, um, and I guess the idea is that he resents his history, and so maybe that's why. That, that would be that would be fine. But here's the thing: this movie, it's a good movie, Shrek. It's it's just a, it's a solid flick, but it would be a great movie. Like it would be just a masterpiece if they could unite that subplot with the Shrek main plot. Sure. Like if if all of that stuff had been more cohesive, you mm-hmm. know, like if they had thought of it back then. Yeah, and and it just feels like it wasn't. It just feels like it only existed to lampoon, and like it has a couple of interesting things to say along the way, which is fine. That's sure. like, that's what a good movie does. But it's not mm-hmm. like a masterpiece that I hear some people like Will Ashen telling me. Like, yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> sure. Um, Maverick, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, Maverick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, okay. I think before we time. watched it this time, I had only seen it like twice. I didn't watch it a lot when it came out. Uh, okay. But it was cool to see... Like, you know, to tap into that nostalgia a bit 
and be like, wow, I like I remember most of this movie now that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Like going into it, I was like, I only remember what Shrek it like is about, right? Like what I don't. Is last name? Yeah, yeah. Who? What is this? Um, so that was kind of cool to kind of tap into that, you know, fun, youthful nostalgia that I once had when I watched this movie. Um, and then I got hung up on like one thing, and then I stopped like caring. And I, I actually talked to Will about this, and I think you guys have talked about it before on the on the podcast. But like. In a world where fairy tale creatures exist, why are they still called fairy tales? Yeah, I, I brought that up before. That bugs the just it bugs me so much because they're that's not what they aren't if they're real. And I have right. an easier time buying into that. Personally. I don't care, John. My the thing it's I have a, a harder time buying into is and I know they explained it in Shrek Forever After, but the whole deal with the princess being cursed and like how they never really explain like if she is an ogre, she's not really an ogre, how the, the, the oh, do they explain that? Sense to me. How she survives I've, in the castle. Oh, yeah. We talked that about time. that for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, she's right. <laughs> like, well, we were trying to argue, like, we were trying to Mythbusters that stuff. Yeah. Like. She was in a, a broken <laughs> castle where the ground was mostly like molten lava with no, yeah. s- no kitchen staff no anywhere DoorDash. to be seen and no well, DoorDash deliveries to that address. Yeah, Postmates, whatever you use. I'm glad you brought that up because that's, like, that's actually one of the notes I did write. Was, I was thinking about that when they were going off the bridge. <laughs> Will I was like, who built this bridge? A, a bunch of pieces of paper, and it's glorious. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually yeah. have this on my list. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, I mean, I was thinking about that when they were walking the bridge. I was like, who built this bridge? Like, how'd they do that? And then I was thinking about, I was like, uh, for that matter, like, how'd they do the castle? Because it's, like, on the lava. And I, I think what happened was, I, I don't know. I mean, this is going into just speculation because, I mean, there's no way of knowing. But I feel like the, the lava was probably not there from the beginning. Like, that's hmm. probably just something that happened over time, I guess. I mean, I'm no geologist. Maybe with the fact that... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if, if there's, like, a fire-breathing dragon there, I well, don't know. Well, maybe it created Wait, let's, the lava. Let's look at the evidence of the, you know, the earth around the place. When they're walking to the bridge, all we see is scorched earth. Right. Broken trees. So it's clear that there's some sort of volcanic eruption that happened here at some point. Maybe caused yeah. the overflow of lava, scorched the earth. Look, it's fine. It's it's a fairy tale movie, or it's a fairy tale. Parody. It's a fairy tale it movies can, where fairy tale creatures are real, but still it doesn't have fairy to tales. explain all that stuff. But I guess like well, it would have been better if we had gotten the why, like why sure. she was really cursed. Like the whole thing where like the witch curses her. Like what? Even though Beauty and the Beast doesn't make sense either, you buy it because there's pathos behind the witch cursing the prince, and that mm-hmm. gives us a sense of like why. But we don't really get it. Like why does the princess? You know, she wants. She wants to be, like, swept off her feet, but she's also fiercely independent. And, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But she, yeah, I think yeah. it's... I would guess it's just because, like, I mean, I, obviously now looking back at it like that, you can see the holes, but my guess would be it was just because it was, like, a parody of the Disney movie that would, like, even, like, you know, Sleeping Beauty, why was she cursed? Well, yeah. Just because... But that's I mean, not that's a character. <laughs> because if her no, character right, yeah. is <laughs> that she starts out one way, and then she becomes... The independent princess in the end that would make sense but like she starts off one way but she has like a conflicting personality right well that's what i mean i get what you're saying i think to answer your initial question though i think what it is that it's just like common nature that people just become like if she is this princess it's just like expected of her that she is to become you know this you know queen or whatever for someone and if she isn't then she should be banished by her looks and the whole movie is just going against common perceptions and being your own independent person but as to why she became an ogre or why she would have to be an ogre if she wasn't a princess. I don't know. Maybe it's like kind of like lobster logic where like if she isn't doing her job, then like then she is not 
needed. I don't know. It's I, I don't weird, think we but... should ever use the movie Lobster to form a cohesive argument about logic. Because... Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but I see, I see your point. I, I don't know. I, I just wish things had connected a little bit better. But like that's the thing. Like watching it an adult and seeing it multiple times, you're gonna over or you're gonna catch things you overlooked the first time, right? And yeah, so, sure. especially for something like this, like a movie like this, where there is so much adult humor and stuff in it, and there's like very adult references, it kind of invites such an and I like an adult thought process to it. So it's kind of like this weird balance, and that's I think kind of the issue with this movie is that like it was such a, I guess I don't know, I don't want to say like a risk, but it was like a very rickety production, and the fact that it is good at all is like a miracle. So I think yeah. the fact that it has like these but issues. But that almost makes just... it tougher to watch because like now I know like the backstory behind how the movie got made and it's obviously like bit of it was a bit of a, you know, I can't say that word. Um, which, by the way, by the no, I can't say it cuz it's swearing. But oh, I he, see what yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the other thing. We can't swear in this spot. There's swearing in Shrek. Well, okay. It's almost the I, reason I couldn't watch he, it in the theater. You can say ass or damn or hell. But yeah, I don't it's PG. Want anything... It's PG rules. Yeah, yeah, PG rules. Was it was Shrek really PG? They managed to get that through. Yeah, there's a couple. Like it was pretty okay. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I mean, there's some overt, you know, sexual references, but it is a yeah, PG is. movie. I mean, the uh, dragon yeah, donkey. I mean, even it's kind of a tough one. To... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Simba and Nala, and the Lion King, they do the eyes. Can you feel the look? The look. <laughs> Why do you think that thing won an Oscar? It made old men like, exactly. feel something for the first time in their lives. Yeah, so yeah. Shrek is uh, whatever. I, I I guess it was just hard to watch a movie that like I know so much. It, that's the thing. Watching a movie fresh with like fresh eyes, I'm sure, is a great experience. But like watching it, having seen it before, having seen the sequels, having knowing all the backstory of how it got made, how it was basically made just by Disney, how they didn't even think it was going to be successful, how a lot of them right. were like super lazy with it in the first place. I it's just it's just surreal. Like, it's weird and yeah. I don't know. I, I get what you mean. I just want to watch Shrek 2 now. Sure, I get that. <laughs> but I feel at the same time, at least for me, that kind of adds to the whole charm of the movie is that it is like this like it does have underdog. a lot of charm. That's what I mean like the fact that it is this underdog film that is it's not like what it was never meant to be a classic and it is just kind of adds to the whole i don't know ideology yeah, he wasn't even it. trying to be cool that's what makes him cool <laughs> i don't know i mean but do you get what i'm saying though like i mean the fact I, that i get what you mean yeah, yeah. like it like it, it works beside itself or almost like against every known like principle of the time sure and like you said like disney at the time i mean they were making some good movies but like they were also making like kind of like B-level movies. Like well, they were, to, like, they, they were, were at that point, right? Because they were coming off of Mulan, their last like big critical hit, and then it was Emperor's New Groove was a critical hit, but it wasn't a financial smash. So sure, they were right. they were kind of in a slump creatively, but not financially. So they were. It I mean. was a perfect time to bring them down a, a notch because DreamWorks with Jeffrey Katzenberg there, they were able to seize on the fact that Disney hadn't made a great movie in like gosh like six years or something like that like if you count yeah, I uh that's... i mean if you consider tarzan to be a great film which i do then it had been like, good, it. like five years something like that or no no no, like three years three four Wait, years three years before it came for, for shrek when shrek, two years, shrek came... came out like what three years after tarzan that's 2001 uh, no shrek came out 2001 and tarzan came out in 1999 so it was about two years uh, i was thinking tarzan came out in 99 or ninety eight. Yeah, it did sorry. come out ninety nine, and then Shrek Mulan came out was ninety eight. Sorry, sorry. Tarzan's yeah, yeah. ninety nine. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, I get what you mean. It's it's this weird period where Disney was kind of down, and DreamWorks was experimenting and doing these weird things. 
Prince of Egypt had gone over super well. Ants had gone over pretty well. Yeah. They were in a good spot. And I know Mm -hmm. we disagree. I kind of like Ants more than A Bug's Life. Just because I think I appreciate it more as an adult. You just love what? chaos. And and, and look, <laughs> the fact, this is tough for me because, Will, you know I love Pixar. The world yeah, freaking knows that I love Pixar. But the world doesn't know that I also really love Woody Allen. Like, it's embarrassing how many times I watch Woody Allen movies. So, like, Ants for me is tough. That's a tough thing to deal with here. But with Shrek. I've never seen it. Shrek is Mike Myers, right? And mm-hmm. I can't stand Mike Myers. I, I hate oh, almost all okay. of his movies. Ex- basically, Them be fighting words, John. Them be fighting uh, words. <laughs> I'm sorry. Austin Powers? I mean, we shouldn't bother talking about it, but from Austin Powers to Love Guru, I feel like Shrek is like his only real contribution to society aside from SNL. Hmm. What about Wayne's World? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Wayne's World, but I do love the Bohemian Rhapsody and the two movies, but all right. Oh, I love Wayne's World. Wayne's World was like one of the first comedies that like I really like appreciate. I remember like when I watched Wayne's World, that was like the first time I saw a movie, and I was like, I just want to watch that like immediately again. That was I Encino just, um, Man for me, which is embarrassing. Encino Man? I never saw Encino Man. Oh man, don't. <laughs> you just said you wanted to watch it again after you saw it. Um, no, no, I'm saying that that was what Encino Man was for me, like the first oh, like see. real comedy that I appreciated. Anyway, I so Shrek you. is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shrek. yeah. You know, should I, should I say some on, of my notes? Well, I ha- I have one that I can share. Right, I mean, go ahead. This is one that I feel like we'll end up discussing in a month, um, okay. because I don't really want to get into it now. But Donkey had a line in this, and this is kind of similar to what Mav said about the um, fairy tale creatures and their they know their fairy tales. Donkey has a line that I never really picked up on, but it troubled me, um, okay. and it was he says. What's the point of being able to talk if you have to keep a secret? Okay. And that, for whatever reason, this time that I watched the movie, through my whole perception of Donkey, like the questioning of the Shrek mythos into question, like, what is... Explain. He, he knows, I guess, that it's a gift that he can speak. Did he, was he granted that? Oh, was he born gift. with it? I thought you said what? a gift. You're saying Shrek oh, needs like a, a spin-off gym. prequel? Is that what you're trying to get <laughs> Maybe, at, Matt? No, I don't. I don't know about that. I just good. It's troubling. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Donkey. Like, what? I just want to know why Donkey can speak, or how if he knows if, if he was if he could always speak. That, but see, know. that's an example of the mystique being well. Right. Exactly. Well, the, I don't think we need to, but I'm, I mean, I'm just. He's just a miracle would, character. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Like, I, I feel like that's one of those things that's best left unexplained. Because, like, exactly. It's no, like, all the, saying... like, there are so many movies now, like, try to explain, like, oh, that's where so and so goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Obi Wan. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, Jabba the Hutt solo movie. Ugh. Right. There's like that's... a, there was a tweet a couple of weeks ago that was like, character, oh, I think we should give this character a hat. I think that'll be cool. Later they're writing the prequel, and here's how he gets his famous hat. Because <laughs> yeah. it, like, you don't need to explain all right. of that, but it, it's every prequel does that. Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, it just makes more sense if he just was gifted. I mean, we're in this world with fairy tales and all that. Right. It just makes sense to me that, hey, just, he's yeah, a donkey. The only, reason, the only reason I even am noticing that as a thing is because I've watched the movie eight times this year. Also, um, I just want to point out that scene where he gives that line, and when he's talking to Fiona, that's where I checked out. Yeah. That's the part of the movie where I was like, I'm good. Because that's, <laughs> that, to me, is when the movie loses steam. The movie's going great 
up until the whole like lie reveal stuff where it's like, oh, misunderstanding. I thought she was talking about me and oh, I got to go to the wedding. And, uh, like none of that stuff really works for me. Like it never was my favorite part of the movie. Hmm. It never was like that dramatically interesting to me. You know <laughs> that Shrek is going to be friends with Donkey again. You know that Shrek is going to end up with the princess and she's going to become an ogre. But it takes us like over 20 minutes to get there. And that's and I just was like, OK, I'm good. But everything else up until that point is so solid and entertaining. And like I was mm-hmm. like with it. I was like, yeah, go on this adventure. Have some really, you know, the road trip stuff and the dialogue between first it's Shrek and Donkey, then it's Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona, and then it's Shrek and Fiona. That's interesting. And right. then Fiona starts talking to Donkey, and I'm like, we're done. We, this ran its That's course. fair. It's interesting you say that, though, because like this, mo- this whole time I was watching it this month, I was like super checked out for most of it. But mm-hmm. like when I did get to that scene where like – Shrek has the sunflower and he rocks up. I realize, like, I don't know, I just, I still feel something when he, like, just realizes that, like, this woman that he just grown to love, like, the first person besides Donkey that's, like, ever, like, shown any interest or appreciation for him just, like, is in his mind saying, like, oh, like, what, look at that ugly freak or whatever. And, like, when he's, like, I live alone, my swamp me, like, when he says that line, it does feel like there's, like, genuine emotion coming from Mike Myers when he says that. I don't know, I just, that, that still kind of works was... for me. I was noticing the emotion during his fight with Donkey this time as well. I don't know. I mean, I just think Mike Myers, I know, John, you don't like him, but I think he is a generally really talented voice actor. I mean, and I'll bring that it's up. It's not that I dislike him personally. Yeah, let's... I mean, <laughs> I can get, like, he does a lot of easy jokes. He's kind of run the shame stick. Honestly, for, like, but in this years. movie, just in this movie, most of the jokes that Shrek does are the worst. He does like some one? terrible jokes. Like, when he's, but like, that's like kind of a charm, though, I think. I, like, yeah, I, like, I just I think, think that he's kind of, like, he does a bunch of dad jokes, and it's weird. That's what I mean. That's why I find they, the charm You could tell, it. you could tell that he, like, the even, they, they made, it was intentional, too, because the donkey has to, like, break the silence and be like, uh, yeah, you're not really good at this, are you? And, like, then the donkey says something funny, and it's okay. But, like, if you, if you took out donkey from this movie and you just listen to Shrek's jokes without context or without, like, it's just bad. It's cheesy. That's why, like, no, when just, he has a big emotional moment, I, di- I didn't care about him as much as I cared about, honestly, Fiona. She's, like, the only character... Her and Donkey are the only characters who I was, like, really rooting for. But, like, Shrek? I didn't care about him. Like, he was just kind of, like, a, you know, sensitive brood, and you kind of could just see through him. Like, okay, yeah, you're... You wish that, uh, you know, you, you act all tough. Like, I don't know. It, I didn't. I guess I didn't find him as interesting as the other two characters. Shrek is opposed to Fiona and Donkey, you mean? Yeah, I think he's the weak link in all of these movies. That's why I think the second one is so much better. I know we can't talk about it, but the next second month, one, he's next such a better character because he has such a better arc. But anyway. Uh, I don't know. I just can't really agree with you. I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, I, I like that he does corny jokes and that he like lived by himself for a long time and like i don't know like as someone who like spends a lot of time by themselves just like telling jokes to themselves i think that i don't know i can relate to that (laughs) Uh, i will give the first the opening of the movie the way that he's introduced and like that stuff perfect the like what a load like all that that's all great and when he first meets donkey i think it's really like when Again, I, I think that it's like it's little moments, like especially when he starts joking with Donkey at the castle with the dragon, right? Like, well, sure, the house um, is great, but look at the location. Yeah, that's like the worst. Like the, I was just, I was cringing so hard. Uh, well, 
It sounds like this is a point that you two are not going to agree on, and that's okay. <laughs> no, let's keep talking yeah. about. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I find it interesting that I mean, you Maverick, do you have point. any thoughts on this? Yeah, I feel bad, Maverick. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I guess I didn't dive as deep into the like the psychology of Shrek's bad jokes. I don't know. That's understandable. <laughs> Maverick thinks most people do. It's just like right over here, like yeah, you're so, right, John. Speaking of Shrek's intro, there's a note I made. Why does Shrek bathe and then like get all dirty and like by going through that muddy like trunk? Oh, for the same reason the monsters in Monsters Inc. eat garbage, which is also technically garbage. So I there's no definition was... of garbage. Okay. Yeah. But like I, I feel like that pushed... one's like I mean like but that I mean Because it's like, a that's visual something they gag. do more than once. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay, but like I feel like that's not even really a visual gag. Thank you. He's just, well, like, doing something. He's just getting that, like, slug or whatever to make the paint, right? Maybe when he was um, cleaning himself in the mud, uh, maybe that was him actually just, like, lubing himself up so he could get through the log easier. It's a bold, <laughs> <laughs> bold it's, it's guess. A jump, you know, it's bold, but it's, I'm giving you, you... You asked for an answer, Will? I'm I giving know, you but an like, answer. But, like, it's weird because, like, this time I was noticing a lot more visual gags. Like, sure. especially, like, in the last scene, like, when, like, Donkey is, like, for that one shot, he's playing the organ, even though yeah. he doesn't have fingers, he just has hooves. And he's like, capable of making waffles. Apparently. Right. That's what I mean. Like, like stuff like that, like, I can, like, subside that if it's funny, but, like, there's, like, no real joke to him, like, taking a bath and then pushing mud through the thing. It's just more, like, a character introduction. So I just don't get why he would push the mud and then take the bath or whatever. It just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But that's just well, something when was, you watch the movie. Wait, does, enough, which one happens first? Does he okay, shower? Okay, so he, he goes to the bathroom. He mm-hmm. kicks the latrine, or, or he kicks the door open. He right, sees he his house. Then he takes the mud bath. And then he jumps in the pool, and then he farts, and he gets the fish. And then he pushes the mud again. He gets that slug, who I guess he uses as paint for the sign. And he puts the yeah, sign I mean, down. I think it's just a visual gag, Will. I think we're going to have to side with John on this one. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I can, I'll allow it. I just, that's just something that came to mind this time. Can I nitpick sure. something else? Sure. sure. The animation. Well, it's the animation. Or... I know, but it just, it <laughs> does not age very well. Like, it doesn't age as well as I thought it would. Actually, speaking of that, I actually did have a note. The one thing I thought, actually, I was impressed with the animation for 2001, which was when he hits the keg. And the beer comes out. Oh, like the like fast I, motion of it. Yeah, I think it's actually a pretty good water flow, and then how then it breaks open more and it comes at like a different pace. I was like, I was actually impressed with how that is animated for two thousand one standards before water was really nailed down. It was also a great song choice. That entire of course, yeah. He doesn't <laughs> give a damn about his reputation. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of. I don't know, the more I watch the movie, especially like if I watch it in HD, I notice the animation. Mm-hmm. More is being kind of like it looks almost unrendered at times, yeah. especially like the field scene. I know like there's like a shot where you see like Donkey's eyes; you can like almost see through them. It's kind of. I weird. bet it looks <laughs> a lot better on like a standard TV from that time. Yeah, like or VHS. Or yeah, something. definitely. But like Not something even, that does well, really I don't stand know, out. Two thousand one. I mean, I watch it on DVD. Like at that point, DVD was the uh, standard for sure. Uh, well, we had VHSs, and I have it on so. VHS. I don't know. Uh, but I was but say, I, there were DVDs. I just they do things yeah. differently in Pennsylvania, apparently. Virginia, uh, yeah, you could. But I was gonna say, I think something that does VCR. really. What was that? Yeah. Uh, no, I just what? didn't hear what you said. What? I, I, it was a VCR. It was a bit sentence. that went too long. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I was going to say, but something about the animation that does really stand out to me in this one, or rewatching, is that I think the backgrounds for some shots are really still very good. Oh, yeah, I don't know, for Matt, sure. You that. It, that's, I hey, mean, it's like, the animation I'm talking about, not the illustration. The costume design is amazing. The character design is great. Like, and the, the environments, like what, what they created is, looks really good. It's the animation, I think, with the exception. I think I don't remember the beer flow being all that impressive, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you on this one. I, I mean, I think you say it's impressive. It <laughs> it's impressive for the time, I think is what he's saying. Sure. Yeah. For the Kinda time, like how, like, I think it's acceptable. Because I, mean, I, like, I, I remember remembering Ants, and I remember Ants was pretty impressive. Animation-wise? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because they made that in, like, how short? Like, they, they did that in, like, 18 months or something, right? Or pretty close Ants? to it, right? I don't, I don't think 18 months. Well, they, they rushed that one because they needed to get it out before Bugs Life. Uh, Bugs I, thought that was... I thought it was more like two two years, not less than... I just know it was, like, a, a shorter a amount of time than your average animation, period. Kind of like the emotion. Oh, for sure. I mean, it should have been. It should have been like five years, but it was. I think it was like two or three. Yeah. Well, in any case, I feel like we should probably get to our, Give our grades. <laughs> yeah, because we we need to move on. No, no, Matt, you got to be like final thoughts and grades. Final All thoughts right. and grades. That, Maverick, what did you, you think of it? It's a movie about an ogre, and it's a B. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt. Are you want me to go next? I can go. I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, Who is the host? I, I will. I, I'm going to say it's Will. I guess <laughs> we're, we're all over the place. This is a fun episode. I'm enjoying it. But um, I, I think I, I I don't know what there is to summarize about this movie that I haven't done seven times before this. Uh, but I will give the movie an A minus or a B plus. I guess I don't know. I don't even know anymore. This it's 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 starting to not be a movie anymore for me. It's just it's a part just, of your life. Exa- yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how I can rate it. It's a reoccurring nightmare which you can never wake from until December, whatever. Essentially. All right, John. What do you think? Uh, I think this is a for a retro grade. Um, <laughs> you know, it it still is a movie that successfully did what it set out to do. It's entertaining. It's it's basically family friendly and it broke a lot of rules and did it well. So, I mean, it deserves a lot of credit. Uh, it's hilarious. It's super quotable. It's a movie that, uh, it's definitely, it definitely paved the way for something even better too. And I think that, you know, it deserves respect. And even though it does have a lot of glaring problems, uh, for me, the movie is just a total B plus. All right. Right on. I mean, that's basically how I felt. I mean, I think, Quality wise, like if I were to grade the film objectively, I think it is, like you said, a B plus film. But uh, I give it an A. Think... But plus. here, that's what I was gonna say. I think in my heart, it's like an A minus film. I can never really give it an A because, like, I mean, like you said, there are a lot of issues with the movie, which mm-hmm. you can't really neglect or like forget about. But like, I mean, in my heart, it's an A minus movie. I like what it did for animation for the most part. I hate that some movies took the wrong lessons from it, but I do overall think. It's a very worthwhile film, and I think, especially like you said before, I mean, if you were to watch this for the first time, you will get probably a lot out of it, especially if you are very familiar with Disney lore and whatnot. It's an important so, film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious to see what, like, our, like, if we have kids, what are they going to think of it? I mean, I could easily yeah. see them liking it or just hating it. It's I mean, a it's big hard to tell. if. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we'll have to revisit <laughs> that in the future. So, yeah. Speaking of the future, let's go in the mini-reviews. Uh... So, Matt, do you want to start with your Shrek 4D 4D. adventure at Universal Studios Hollywood? Yeah, I'll talk about the Shrek 4D 
adventure, which I think I actually did this in Florida when I was in like third grade. Florida. Um, and it's it's the same exact thing. And that's that's the biggest thing I noted about this experience is it's clearly made in 2002 and it hasn't been changed in the 15 years since then. doesn't need to be if you um, ask me. It, right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is, it's Shrek 4D and a lot of you may have seen it. Uh, because it was, I th- well, was it bundled with Shrek 1 or 2? Or No, it was a separate DVD. I've seen oh. it, but not in the 4D experience. I've seen I it. I remember like... as a kid seeing it at Target bundled with one of the Shrek movies. I've only seen 3D. it in the 4D experience. I didn't even know you could oh, you get have, okay. it separately. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. also, well, I, think... I found out today, it's on Netflix, too. Uh, There's a Netflix, too? Shrek's... Yeah. No. <laughs> Netflix as well. Um, it's 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 under Shrek's. I think it's like Scared Shrekless or, or no, it's DreamWorks Spooky Stories, and it's labeled as Shrek: The Return or the Ghost of Lord Farquaad. So if you're ever curious to watch this little twelve or so minute short, it's probably worth a watch because it's really a direct sequel to Shrek more so than Shrek Two, um, but it's not very good. <laughs> it has some good jokes, but like it's it's obviously it was made to be a forty experience. So it just has a ton of the, whoa, it's right. 3D. You know, they're like reaching out at the screen. There's Tinkerbell flies around in front of the audience. Um, See, the thing about it that I always liked the best, because I've seen the 4D experience mm-hmm. at like the parks so many mm-hmm. effing times. But the best thing about it is waiting in line because of all the oh, jokes yeah. and stuff. And then when you actually, yeah, they, they have like that whole sequence when you're in the lobby and the little pigs are in cages. It's hilarious. Yeah, the, and they're each of them like it's like the straw cage, the yeah. stick cage, and the brick cage. And the mirror gives you in, your instructions and talks in Spanish. Yeah. it's perfect. I agree. It, it's it, it, the pre-show is definitely better than the actual show because I mean, one of the things about the actual show is half the time, like when they're in the horse and buggy, you can't even hear it because the seats are going. <laughs> and like it's, it's just. I think you're just hearing stuff even, now. Like, I hear. I think something's going on in your ears, man. <laughs> That's what those subtitles Maybe. are for. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, you know, I would Sh- Shrek 4D experience. Story-wise, it's 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 cute. It's funny. They end up the animation is definitely better than Shrek, which is interesting. How dare? Um, well, <laughs> is it really? I thought it, it was like about the same. It's yeah, about say, the I, same. I don't, I don't remember it all. It, it's about the same, but there's like a couple things that like it looks smoother. Um, Thelonious actually plays a My man. role in it, which yeah, exactly. Which yeah, he's the best. They I thought they killed him off in it actually, but they they surprise he survives. Um, oh, thank God. I, I would recommend watching it if you're a fan of Shrek, I guess. Um, but I overall I would give Shrek 4D a. I, I haven't thought of about this at all. I guess a B minus C plus C plus. I'll be harsh. Uh, I was going to say um, one thing well, I did want to talk about real briefly is how horrible a death probably that uh, Farquaad had. Because yeah. he he didn't die as shown in the Mm-mm. karaoke dance he's, part. He didn't die like by getting eaten. He's still alive in the stomach. Yeah. So he either like starved to death or like the acidic acid that's in donkey or like the dragon... <laughs> That like, where it produces a fire yeah. that it's their stomach melted him slowly, slowly dissolved death. him. Yeah, yeah, probably slowly yeah, and painfully true. over a couple of days. So he probably had a terrible death. 
He probably actually um, suffocated yeah. within like 20 minutes because there's no oxygen flow to his well, stomach. Well, he had enough oxygen to sing Saying Alive. Right. And that, how, how long after the movie is the karaoke party? It's, uh, that's it's like three <laughs> minutes. You think it's three minutes after? Okay. Yeah, something like that. It's not long. Oh, yeah. Well, but It's a, yeah. it's a dragon okay. stomach. There's enough oxygen in there to last three minutes. <laughs> I'll give it to you guys. Thank we'll, you. We'll say he died. He'll died. He died right after that. <laughs> right after the karaoke party. So Maybe he died while they were singing alive, happy together. Staying alive. Yeah, and then he died. Beautiful irony. Oh, man. Is it, is it my he, turn? Like, we keep talking about the I, karaoke. Will, yeah, Will. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, um... Oh, did you want to give a grade to... I did. I said... No, 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 I was talking you, to John. I haven't oh, even oh, talked We're already on the karaoke party? Yeah, we... <laughs> we didn't... Well, tra- no, 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 I was no talking about the 4D experience, because you saw it, too. Did you want to give a grade oh. to the 4D? Oh, me? Oh. oh my gosh! Uh, the whole package? I don't know. It's not a movie. It's a short. So I'd grade it a. Uh, I'd give it a gentleman's C. Right on. All right. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I'll talk about the Gong Show for a bit. Uh, yeah. So I think it's safe to say, if you've been following me on Facebook, that I've grown quickly and rapidly obsessed with the ABC reboot of the Gong Show. Uh, I am not super familiar with the Chuck Barris. Original. I mean, I've seen like clips of that, you know, like with Gene Gene the Dancing Machine and mm-hmm. the uh, unknown comic and stuff like that. I'm, like, I'm familiar with the beats of it, but I've had, I had sure. no real like prior knowledge to the show. I came in just because Mike Myers was in it, and I was really curious to see what he'd be like in this role. Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, if you don't know, he came into this uh, not playing himself or even exaggerated version of himself, but completely. Him. What was it? It's not him. He's not in the show. Right? Yeah, he's, he's playing whole... Tommy Malin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the joke is that he's this British comedian that is real famous in the UK, but no one really knows him over here, which is why he's like this unknown comic, I guess. And so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super crazy about this character just because he's not really that fleshed out or really that funny. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of makes these, like, jokes that you expect from Mike Myers, but like he just, uh, I don't know. I just feel like he would be, like, the type of character that Mike Myers, as, like, Austin Powers, would be interviewed by, like, in Shrek 4. Like, if you were to go back to UK in that movie and he was interviewed in by Shrek a Graham 4? Norton character. Shrek I'm sorry, uh, Austin Powers. Ever after. <laughs> Sir. Yeah, like, if, like, if, like say, in Austin Powers, like, uh, 4, if they ever make it, and he, there was, like, a scene where he, like, went back to London, he was, like, interviewed on a talk show, like, a Graham Norton show, and that would mm-hmm. be, like, a yeah, character. Yeah. He, it would be, like, this Tommy Malin character who's, like, this, like, oversexed uh like older you know talk show hosts or whatever that's kind of like what he's going for but like as his own character in this like universe and our universe it's just kind of weird but i mean i'm mm-hmm. digging the show actually i mean i think it's pretty funny and it has like a nice toying of the line between being like kind of raunchy but not too raunchy sure but also like being family friendly but not too family friendly while also kind of keeping the craziness of the show but understanding that it is on abc so it can't be as crazy as what it was in the 70s so, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I give it, like, a B. It's, like, a 3.5 out of 5 show. I'm liking it for what it is. I actually get excited, like, before a new episode starts just because I'm curious to see what's going to happen. And I think the fact that it does work in, like, a YouTube era, like, that's not something I expected from a new gong show. I mean, I think it's... I think, overall, it's a success. Well, good. Uh, yeah. Do you have a rating for it? Or did you already say that? Yeah, a B. B or, like, a 3.5 out of 5. Oh, sorry. I missed that. My mistake. Because you That's were okay. watching the Shrek karaoke dance party. 
Let's yes. talk about it. Seamless transition. Dance to the music, fellas. That's why That's why they pay you the big bucks, John. Well, I'd like to say I enjoy you guys just the way you are. And like a virgin, this baby has got back. Don't hide your feelings because the YMCA is here to really want to hurt you. But don't John, worry. You mean the song I think list. You're staying alive. The song list. Who let the dogs out? So, okay, the Shrek karaoke dance party is the most important thing <laughs> like, <laughs> about the movie. It was – I remember watching the DVD and going straight to, mm-hmm. the, to the dance party because that's what you did. And mm-hmm. watching – when I watched the movie the other night and it didn't – it was on iTunes and it didn't have the karaoke dance party. It just ended. Very few things in life have hurt me that much. <laughs> because I needed that closure. That dance party, it's, again, three minutes long, it's a part of give the or movie. take. And it's, it, there's so much punch in those minutes. Mama Bear survived, by the way. Right. You think she's dead in Shrek, right? You see her as the rug, and then Papa Bear and Baby Bear are like crying, and you're like, man, that's a lot, sad little story. No, she's alive. She's in the dance party. Farquaad is still alive, sort of. He dies apparently and gets During that. ingested. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's a solid three minutes. It's an A plus, first of all. And let's let's go through it. I already kind of gave you guys the rundown. <laughs> but when that when that entire sequence, Sh- Shrek first of all introduces it the best way possible. Turns up the music, and you're like, I'm in. All yeah. right. Yeah. He kicks things off with Billy Joel. Mike Myers pulled off Billy Joel to start off a karaoke dance party. You don't start weddings with Billy Joel. <laughs> but he did. If I had to call the Shrek karaoke dance party perfect for anything, it's weddings. Because you start with ju- just the way you are, and everyone's like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Then you, get a, you go into Like a Virgin. That's hilarious. Because, again, this is a wedding party, and Like a Virgin, marriage consummation. You're keeping up. And then right, you objectify right. the woman with Baby Got Back, okay? <laughs> Which is important. Um, I, I want to note actually about that. I never noticed until this time, and again, I've seen this karaoke party, what, a hundred times. Donkey, at the end of the Baby Got Back, yeah. gets smacked off screen. You didn't notice that? I've never noticed that before. Well, it's perfect. It's the most perfect mm-hmm. editing. <laughs> it, it's like, what's the complete opposite of Batman v Superman? Oh, simple. <laughs> The Shrek karaoke dance party. How are, when baby how do we get got out of this? back, edits from itty little bitty waist, uh, and you get feelings. Thelonious takes it away. John is Brown bringing thing out the in your knives, face, I guess, in this one. Feelings. Yeah, goes right into feelings, and you're like, oh my god, that's perfect pacing. Because mm-hmm. right after feelings, you're like, okay, let's get this, let's kick this thing up a notch. YMCA comes on, so yeah, yeah, and you're like, well, what about the Robin Hood guys? I haven't seen them in a while. There they are. They're, they're at the wedding. They're at the wedding, but like they get their own moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Anyway, the wolves sing "Who Let the Dogs Out." That's hilarious, and the, and the whole pigs, thing yeah, finishes with "Dance to the Music," mixed with "Happy Together." Which is one of the best songs ever written. It was the first good mashup <laughs> ever. And just watching everyone in lockstep dancing to the music and being happy together. Well, Shrek's not dancing. That's a, yeah, he's Shrek, stepping. Ain't dancing. 
He's stepping. <laughs> I don't care who you are, where you're from, what your religion is, how many crimes you've committed, and what country you take up residence in. The Shrek karaoke dance party is what the world has always needed, got, and deserves to be watched again. It's on YouTube. A plus. So, A plus. Wow. Right. First A plus on Cinemaholics or A Ogre Tilto. <laughs> this isn't Cinemaholics. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna give it an A plus too. John sold me. If I wasn't already sold, (laughs) it doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't. Ten more seconds, and I would have been out the theater. I wasn't though. Also, I watched this on a plane, and what? Uh, karaoke dance party was on the theory. It was a home video exclusive. No, exclusive. I don't remember. I do remember the first time I saw it. Actually, you're probably right. It was on an airplane, and we had been dealing with turbulence, guys. I had been trying to watch mm. Shrek. It's 2002, and I'm just like, man, like this turbulence. I'm scared. Everybody in the plane was scared. When the Shrek karaoke dance party came on, everyone in that airplane, it was like their spirits Worries were through the, the roof. Let's not forget, this was not very long after 9-11. Sure. The oh, Shrek yeah. karaoke dance party got us home. This was heroin. I do. This is the Shrek karaoke yeah. dance party is America. Wow. A plus. Yeah. Mav, any any nice. comments about the? I'm like scared. I'm party? scared to follow that up. <laughs> honestly, like I don't really know what I can say. Just be a patriot. I also enjoyed it. Like <laughs> my classic. <laughs> yeah, I think it was about music. That was cool. It was good music, I right. guess. I don't know. I don't. I didn't watch it this time, so I don't have enough memory. I'm sorry, guys. I'll let you down. You're okay. You're okay. Um, you know, actually, that makes me want to know because you often talk about score, and this this is just a quick aside. Do you have any comments about the score of Shrek? Yeah. If not, it's okay. No, I was going to, but John's been on a tyrant for the next <laughs> last half hour. So, uh, you know, I for the most part, I mean, we think about a lot of this. John, shut up. You think about a lot of these songs that were in the movie, like, uh, you know, All Star and um, like Hallelujah. The reason I learned Hallelujah when I started playing guitar was because I saw it in Shrek. And like, Mm -hmm. so like this, this movie did a really good job at making a lot of these songs like more iconic than they already were as hits. Shut up, John. (laughs) 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 Which made these songs that were already, you know, kind of like big hits a little bit more iconic, which I thought was really cool. Um, My one complaint with the score of this movie is that it's just a little bit all over the place. I like a score to have some consistency and like, you know, tone and vibe. You know, the the karaoke thing at the end is a little bit different because, you know, it's like a party. It's a mashup. You know, it's it's okay. It's okay for it to be all over the place. But during the movie, you know, you want you want to have like a cohesive kind of vibe underneath, you know, the film. And it was a little scattered at times, but it made great songs really great i mean i think if you ask anyone about like all-star the reason they know it or the reason they sing it or the right, reason yeah. it's a meme on the <laughs> internet is because of this movie so yeah. and a and lot of people the, uh, a lot of people think that the end song the uh and then i saw her face song now i'm a believer whatever believer a, i'm a believer a lot yeah, of people don't even song. know that that's a remake you know? it's a monkey song yeah yeah a monkey song which is, is that didn't we learn uh matt when we saw the musical that was actually written by neil diamond yeah so that's Neil weird. Diamond wrote it for the monkeys. Yeah, they wrote it for the monkeys. So it's yeah. a Neil Diamond song, performed by the monkeys, later performed by Mike Smash Myers. Bob. Three great by musical live talents. <laughs> uh, so I guess well, that's a good lead-in as any to talk to Smash briefly <laughs> about my Smash Mouth concert. We're already qu- pushing towards the hour mark, but I think it's we right, deserve we're it good. this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I saw Smash Mouth perform for the second time in my life. 
Uh, the first time I had to go on a camping trip with the Boy Scouts in order to see Smash Mouth. You were a and Boy I'm glad Scout? I didn't have to do it this time. What? You were a Boy Scout? Yeah, for mm-hmm. like 12 years. Are you an Eagle Scout? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never. I, I got really lazy at the end. Uh, and I just, I, I only did it cause some of my friends were in there and then, I don't know, I just kind of gave up on it. It actually probably was, it wasn't 12 years. It was, I don't even know how long, it was like six uh, months. like from first grade to like maybe the beginning of high school. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so I saw Smash Mouth for the second time in my life and it was a real emotional journey <laughs> into pure mediocre music, uh, performed by a band that clearly does not give any, you know, any craps at this point. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're shelling out. They, it was a free concert, and you could tell they, like, they, you could tell they didn't care because they ended their set that was supposed to be an hour and a half at the hour mark. <laughs> when, like, they released their set, and they didn't even perform, like, four of the songs that they listed. They just went straight to All-Star, <laughs> or I'm a Believer in All-Star, because... So this was All-Star I and I'm a Believer the last songs they played? Well, yeah, they, that's, they have to do that. Like, right. There's no way. If they did all sorts at the beginning, everyone would leave. Like, right, yeah. I, mean, exactly. I, I would stay. Like, I'd stay until, like, walking to the, walking on the sun, and then right. I'd leave. But, uh, Don't yeah, I mean, they have to do it at the end. And so, like, obviously, they're trying to do, like, their, like, actual legit songs. And, like, obviously, there's people in the crowd... You know, going like, hey, you know, play Smash Mouth, play or play All Star, play All Star. Did play they All-Star. do? Uh, come on, come on. I have a fun tangent. Yeah, they did. About That's the first Smash song they, they, they oh. What's it? Uh, one of my good buddies down here in California, where we live, his good friend that he grew up with is actually in Smash Mouth. I don't know which member it is, but. I've been around them a couple oh. times, so that's a he fun little. Maverick named really? him like for no reason. Yeah, it's like, hey Maverick, right, hey, so, you know, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, no, hey, like, did I tell you so, that? Uh, John, what the? <laughs> Do you guys know? So that Maverick, I... you've hung out with Smash Mouth? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I'm not. That would be that'd be a stunning revelation. <laughs> I wish I could claim that. No, I know a guy who knows a guy. It's a pointless tangent. I just wanted to talk for a second. No, no, no. That's I mean, really that's more was. connection I have. <laughs> that's it. That was my. Uh, point. Yes, I mean. Yeah, I mean, but the weird thing, the super weird thing about the concert was that ever it was obvious that everyone there was going to be dressed up as Shrek, pretty much, or there's going to be a lot of Shreks there. I mean, to a point where there was like a Craigslist ad with like well, the Craigslist several house thousand started. people. Yeah, there were like several thousand people who signed up to be dressed up as Shrek there, and I think there were maybe like I'd say fifteen people dressed as Shrek that I saw, but there was like one. There was one guy who held like a. It was I don't know. I mean, this kind of grossed me out. There was like a guy who had like a Pepe the Frog thing with Shrek ears. Uh, and then later when they did I'm a Believer, there was a girl with the LGBT America like a flag. So it, I guess Smash Mouth just brings us all together. That's my whole point is that Smash Mouth the, brings everyone. The together. great unifier, Smash Mouth. Yeah. Why can't Smash- we be friends? Said Smash yeah. Mouth. In the they played that one too, right in the middle of the set. That's good. Can you? I was can you? Can that. you imagine? Being a band, because I mean, there, there are a lot of bands who have had one-hit wonders where it's like at the end of the career, and like I hate playing this song, right? Like every band's got right. that. But can you imagine being a band working really hard to create music that you love, that you want your friends to love, to create a show, right? Because that's what they were doing. It gets put in a soundtrack, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, like we're gonna be in a big Disney or whatever film, right? And then like, <laughs> and then it immediately ruin your life. 
Like, can you? That's their legacy. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna play. You know, we've been playing shows for twenty years or whatever. And like at your last few shows, people are dressing up as Shrek from a movie in two thousand one. You know how depressing that would be as like an artist. <laughs> I guess you could I mean, say that their fans are looking at them and they're saying, "Smash Mouth, we can't get enough of you, baby." I mean, that's a weird thing. Is that like? <laughs> It's weird because, like, they obviously resent the fact that they were in um, Shrek because, you know, like, right. that's everyone, whoever attacks them online is just like, whatever, you guys made a song for Shrek, and they, like, get mad about it, and they're like, hey, we had... <laughs> you were successful uh, 20 years ago. We were successful before that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, I, know, I, 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 I talked pretty... about this with Matt. Have you guys ever seen that uh, article where they, like, get a collection <laughs> of their tweets and, like... At first, they're like, hey, you know, we had two hit songs before, uh, you know, Shrek. Before How Shrek dare you say that? Came out. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, it, it, it keeps getting bigger. Like, they're like, we had three hit songs. And it's like, four, we had five hit songs before <laughs> okay, that can movie I, came out. Can we out, squash so- this fake news that Shrek made Smash Mouth? I was listening to Smash Mouth years before Shrek came out. That's that is not what I said, John. Right. I, what I said originally was that I didn't say I mean, you said Shrek that. took hit songs. And no, made no, no. Them I get iconic. what I got it. But that's yeah. the thing. Maverick is, is saying we were singing All Star years before Shrek. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying that yeah, people I weren't dressed up that. as Shrek at your concert. That's what I was saying. Like it's right. not to that point. saying retroactively. Yeah, Maverick is saying Jonathan. that Shrek, Shrek is the hand that bites and feeds them. It's what makes sure. them still have like concert gigs, but they have no relevance anymore. Like they're just it. a big just, joke at this point. I know people associate them with Shrek, but they they were so they were pretty big before Shrek. I don't get it. I know yeah. Astro Lounge is like a legit good album. Yeah, it's fine. It's, uh, it's the right. Shrek curse. Right. I'll say it's a good album. Or whatever. That's the thing. Uh, is, uh, then they did li- what? Live in La Vida Loca and Shrek too, and. Are you going to say that Live in La Vida Loca happened? In... Eh, never mind. They didn't do Live in La Vida Loca. Didn't no, they? he's saying they included the song oh. in the movie. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. In Shrek 2, yeah, right? You got... Yeah. He, Will yeah, no, no. I, I, thought you, I thought you said it. Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they could if they wanted. <laughs> um, also, one of my favorite oh. songs of all time is from Counting Crows, and it's in Shrek 2. Oh, it's in Shrek 2, yeah. Yeah, so... I thought you were just like randomly telling song. us a favorite song of yours. Like, by the way, <laughs> yeah. I really like a Counting Crow song. That <laughs> no, is no, all. No, Accidentally <laughs> in Love in Shrek 2 is awesome. And it's a great song. When are you guys going to do Shrek 2? Uh, well, that may be our film next year. We haven't decided what we're going to do next year. but Screw you it's guys. I'll basically, do it you. I think we could do, <laughs> we could do Shrek I, I, 2. At the very least, I'm going to watch Shrek 2 at the end of this just to help myself. Sure. I'm going to watch Shrek 2 I mean, in I 10 think, minutes, so... I think uh, I'm wait until January. I think <laughs> it's between that and I don't know. I'm I'm really pushing for Cat in the Hat next year, oh. but I'm like the only one that wants to do Cat in the Hat. Oh, I'm, no, you're I'm the only one who hat. likes to hurt yourself. Why would you watch Cat in I the loved, Hat? I loved that. Cat in the movie. Hat is <laughs> what? I, I, here's the thing about Cat in the Hat. That was cat one of the, the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Movie. But it's fascinating. It's not, good. It's not a good yeah, movie. I'm not saying that, but it's fascinating. Because that movie is, it's directed by like one of the best production designers of the '90s. It's shot by Emmanuel Lubezki. Spice Girls, first of all. What's it? I said it looked like it was directed by the Spice Girls, first of all. (laughs) Okay, but my point is that it's uh, incredible production designer did his directorial debut on that. I'm not saying it's a good, it's not a well directed movie, but a good production designer made it. And it was shot by Emmanuel Lubezki, three-time Oscar winner for cinematography. 
Yeah, and it's like one of the most ill-conceived movies the ever made. That's what I mean. It's like these all these legitimately talented people doing a, like one of the most the ill-conceived movie. movies ever made. I find that really fascinating. I think there is. I don't know. I find that fascinating. That's In any case, say. there's nothing redeemable I, I, about that movie. <laughs> What's that? Um, he said there's nothing redeemable about the movie. The movie makes Shrek the Third look like Shrek Two. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> those fi- those, well, Shrek those the, the Third is legit one of the worst movies. No, I, I I I haven't seen The Cat in the Hat probably since like 2007, so I I don't really have much of an argument either way for it. I've never seen Shrek the Third to be honest. It's I've never terrible. seen Shrek Four. I did see Shrek Four, <laughs> and it was confusing. Good. Like, who are these babies? <laughs> <laughs> Well, even still, they don't show up until, like, the last few minutes of Shrek 3, right, Will? I mean... Well, there's that dream sequence, right, in Shrek the 3? The dream like, sequence, the one, but, like, There's, like, but, like literally they're... one good sequence in Shrek the third, and it's, like, this when he has a dream sequence where he's, like, paranoid about having babies. Yeah, it was and, like, also the keep... and, and the reason <laughs> the reason I didn't watch Shrek the third is because that movie came out in May 2007, and in May 2007, I had already watched Spider-Man 3 and Pirates of the Caribbean mm. at World's End, and then Shrek 3 was a week after those two. And I said to and myself, like, no thanks. <laughs> this isn't going well so far. I'm going to wait till Fantastic Four Silver Surfer comes out, and then maybe that'll be okay. In other words, 2007 you know, sucked. <laughs> but the Simpsons movie came out not long after That's that. True. Again, and super bad. Sucked. You didn't like Simpsons movie? Sorry, you mean Spider Pig? For like, what? He was in that movie for like. Ten minutes. minutes. How's that movie's entire marketing now? Anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's a whole movie. I just rewatched it a couple weeks ago. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's really good. It holds up well. You know I don't watch. Anyway, you know I don't watch Simpsons. Well, you know that's not. I know. I know. It's not who I am. I didn't know that, but that's fair. Um, Anyway, anyway, we should probably. Yeah, I was gonna say we're kind of (laughs) getting to uh, the long point. I mean, a little long in the tooth in this episode. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. This has been a kind of shambolic episode, but. A still fun one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John, Maverick, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. It's been great to listen to yeah. John yell. <laughs> I, get, I get passionate. Maverick, I'm sorry we spot. didn't really get you to talk too much, but... It's fine. Wait, same, I, I'm it's, used to this yeah. hostile environment. This is where I live. Um, <laughs> so yelled at. I get, up from the basement. Yeah, I get let out from the broadband basement to get verbally abused. Every <laughs> time. Go to your dial-up dungeon. All right, all, we need all, of the, all the different names. <laughs> I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm. Go ahead, you guys can also say your names. Okay. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Maverick. And remember, it ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. All right, bye, everybody. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. That back there, that was amazing. <laughs>